Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hola, I am Dan Day, and it's a Miami Monday. The best parts about Mondays, Miami Mondays. Tailor the show just a little extra Miami to get you through what is usually the worst day of the week. So throughout the show, going to be featuring a local Miami artist. And whew, I've got a doozy of one in store for you today. You're going to have to hear it to believe it, so stick around for that. It's coming up in just a few minutes. Also, going to be checking in with the Joe Rose Show. They're talking to Miami's own Jeff Darlington about the NFL. Dan Lebetard Show, talking to Florida legendary football star Javon Curse, And finally, Hawk and Crowder, welcome back. Crowder is back, but right now, let's get into the headlines. Inter-Miami fell to 0-5 on the season, losing to NYCFC 1-0 today. With the loss, the team is eliminated from the MLS is back tournament. Washington's NFL team has hired an executive to oversee their mascot name change. No timeline has been given. The Marlins are expected to name Eliza Hernandez as the team's fifth starting pitcher in the rotation. Miami opens in Philadelphia Friday. Dolphins cornerback Byron Jones is leading a movement on social media concerning player safety during coronavirus. The NFL still plans to start in September. In addition to pounding beers inside the NBA bubble, Myers Leonard is campaigning for teammate Bam Adebayo to be named the league's most improved player. Resumption of play begins July 30th. Jack Nicholas has tested positive for coronavirus. The golfing legend is 80 and is expected to make a full recovery. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> An abundance of acorns in New England has led to a massive amount of chipmunks terrorizing locals. It's like chipmunk spring break. Alvin, Simon, Theodore. The California home used for exterior shots for the sitcom The Golden Girls is on the market for $3 million. Sexy. A pair of horses were recently rounded up after running the streets of Dublin, Ireland. Some would walk out of the pub, see that, and say, oh, Never drinking again. I do the opposite. I just go back to the bar and order a double. A Minnesota man recently went water skiing with 11-foot stilts. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times, this quarantine has gotten out of hand. A man is blaming his cat for getting his wife pregnant. Apparently, the kitty's claws poked holes in his condoms, and now his lady is with child. Man, I love cats. Now on the weather, tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures around 80. Getting up on a Monday morning, Probably feel a little bit like me and go, oh, oh, but then you turn on the radio, 
or you get on the radio.com app, you put on some Joe Rose show, and you go, okay, I think I can do this. This morning, Joe Rose and the guys got you going, talking to ESPN's Jeff Darlington about NFL relations. No strike, please. And is this going to be a throwaway season? I was so frustrated last night. I texted you, and I'm sorry. I was like, this this thing, is Roger Goodell, does it seem like, is there a perception he's always the last one to the party? Do you feel that way, or am I not fair? Why wasn't this worked out a long time ago between the NFL yeah. and the NFL? To me, it feels strategic, Joe. To me, it feels like the NFL essentially sort of running out the clock. I mean, basically saying to the PA, like, well, you didn't come to us, so we're, we're just charging forward, ready to go. Like, if you got concerns, you got to share them. So I guess in that regard, the players aren't without some burden. I mean, the NFL does have somewhat of a case from the standpoint that, like, we didn't give you the testing. We didn't. It's, it's tough because it's, it feels like the NFL is still more at fault because they didn't give the testing protocols. They didn't explain how this is all going to work out, and it feels like they've had months to do that. Whereas you look at the NBA, they've got this beautiful, safe bubble that feels, feels smart. The NFL can't do something like that, but it feels like instead they just decided to go with no plan at all. It's tricky, but to your point, it absolutely feels like something that this should have been figured out way sooner than a few days before. Feels strategic, though, when it comes to uh, the NFL okay. side of things. Daily testing, is is that going to happen? Is, is it doable, daily testing for 120 to 130 folks? You know, what's interesting to me is that since, since what, March, when the NFL started talking about things, and even though not really laying out a plan, they were he said, well, we're going to make sure that we don't take away, we have a public service to make sure that the rest of the general public has access to the tests. We're not going to be taken away from them. Does it really feel like testing that easy for the general public? So, I mean, I think they have a little bit of a moral test there. That said, I think that that's generally more aesthetic in nature. <laughs> They'll do what they want to do and what they need to do. I don't know. I don't see it being daily testing. But to your point, that's one of the major concerns the players have. They don't know either. Like the NFL, for instance, Tom Pellicer from NFL Network reported this morning that the NFL is willing to, to do one preseason game instead of two. That feels like a move in the right direction. That, to me, based on my conversations with players, is not the bigger issue. The bigger issue to them is testing protocols, what camp will look like, what a fair opt-out clause for players is if they decide that they have underlying conditions that make them less able to, to play under these conditions. Those are the things, to your point about testing, that feel like need to be resolved resolved before players return to camp and are willing to do so with more than 20 players in a building. Yeah, like how do you know, I know the two teams today are supposed to have some players uh, uh, show up to camp to start the testing, but how, do, how does the PA allow players right now to go there with any kind of, with no agreement or no kind of, you know, thing on a sheet of paper that says this is going to be the protocol, this is going to be the safety, this is how many preseason games. It's kind of like we're just showing up and like, all right, we'll just play it by ear. Like that's how it sounds. Right. And part of the problem too. So last Wednesday, the players had a call. Uh, the union had a call with like top the top 50 highest profile players. And on that call, the PA really didn't have the answers that the, these players wanted. And J.J. Watt was actually the most vocal, I'm told, on that call, talking to somebody who was on the call and said that he basically kind of came out and was like, you guys don't have the answers here. Like, what are, what, are you, what are we even on this call for? You're not telling us anything. And that was ultimately what led to that sort of galvanizing move by players yesterday to take to social media and say, like, you know, we want answers. But the problem is, like, you have to have a really unified voice as joe joe knows right joe didn't you go through the whole strike thing weren't you the guy 
I've been, I've been, I've been through both sides of that. I've been through two of them, eighty-two and eighty-seven. You're right. It, it's impossible no. to get that many players on the same page. And we have found out that not everybody follows the best players. Guys are going. Everybody's looking out for themselves and what's best for them. And right. I need the money. And I don't care that your wife's pregnant. I need to freaking no. You, you got guys all over the place. Let me ask you this. I worry about this one. What are you going to do? Like, what's it going to look like with one preseason game and very little contact when all of a sudden the Dolphins open with the New England Patriots on the road? I'm worried right. about injury side of this. Are you worried about pulled muscles and stuff? Can you practice hard enough every day to get ready for a game that quickly? The players are definitely concerned about that, but they think that the ramp-up period to get their bodies acclimated should occur now and everything should essentially be delivered. They think that there should be a 21-day ramp-up period where they're able to just do strength and conditioning before they actually get into practice. So that's why they're kind of like, well, hold it. we need to like kind of slow the roll here, especially getting into preseason games. But to your point, you could also make the argument that you need that live action to really get your, your you know, muscle memory and all those aspects of your body ready to go. The other aspect of the importance of preseason games to what we were just talking about, I talked to one player rep who was telling me that there's a contingency of players at the bottom of the roster who want and need preseason games. That's how they make the team. So it feels like, to your point, not only do you need it from your body standpoint, but some players need it to prove themselves. It does feel like, to me, I can't imagine the players continuing to fight too hard for no preseason game. If the NFL will take it down to one, I think that they should check that box and move on to something else. You know, the other thing with this, Jeff, that's going on, I look at the Dolphins. I'm, everything selfishly goes back to the Dolphins with all these draft picks and trying to get two tackles, yeah. potentially draft picks ready, and a quarterback ready. Man, you talk about getting hurt playing those positions. They, they need to see live bullets flying at them every... Well, I shouldn't say bullets now. Mm. I'll get in trouble for no, that. No. <laughs> live action. You need to right. see live action coming at them every day. Plus, yeah. trying to get Tua for everybody who wants to get Tua ready day one. That's a tough one for those three positions. And look, I think that that, that burden... I mean, this is these are weird times, right? Like, it's not, the, it's not the best year to be a rookie or to have a team that's reliant. That's just the way it's going to be. And, and I think that, like, I know a lot of fans, basically, I see it on Twitter anytime I mention the play are aggravated by the NFL. They just, you know, jump on it. Tell the players to shut up and play, you know, that whole thing. It's a weird year. Like, I think we all have to recognize, obviously everybody recognizes, this is a strange time, right? So, like, is this the time that, that could Tua have seen week one action in a normal circumstance? Maybe. In this circumstance, no. I don't think that that's even realistic. It would be really nice to have a full preseason for a guy like Tua. It's just not the year. And, and as we know, everything sucks in 2020. Well, what do you think of the two the tackles? Yeah, what, what happens at two same tackles? Thing. I think, yeah, same thing, right? They're not going to have the same acclimation period. They didn't have the same offseason. So, I mean, for this rookie class, it's going to be tough to really make an early impact. And I don't even know that you want them to be vulnerable to that. So, if you're a Dolphins fan, you kind of like, I know you're sick of it, but you almost have to continue to chalk this up as another developmental year. And that's, it, it's terrible. It's also just another another damn sacrifice to all this stupidity that we're dealing with in the world. Could have said it better, right. right. Are, are you being careful what you're saying right now so <laughs> so you don't piss off the non-mass people have you had to right. be careful where you don't get uh, i'm not worried about the that? non i've decided i'm not worried about the non-mass people aren't we don't we realize that that's like come on right i gotta, I gotta ask you this <laughs> I thought hey, what like kind of, the, what kind of mask what kind of mask is Joe I feel like Joe requires like a, a friggin' like a tarp over that head. Like what do you a, wear? It's so a football to, helmet, that's what so, it is. So listen to what happened. So my mother in law being so sweet makes me a dolphin one. Made me a two of them. Two dolphin masks and she made them yeah. for a normal size head, right? Oh boy. So by the 
time, they were strapped so hard on my ears. My ears are bending. I go, Marga, I don't want to, your mom's coming over. But my, it's hurting my ears because she made it too small. She didn't realize my face covering like, huge. Covering like one nostril. I stuck it on for her. My ears were flipped all the way to the front, right. man, like a Martian. And I just had to yeah. go grab those those uh, those blue ones that everybody's wearing that you can buy. So but you yeah. don't even well you done. don't even go. You're not you don't even go out anyway. You don't even no, leave your house. Nowhere. Jeffy nowhere. I, I took the wife to dinner twice, but but no, listen, man, I haven't been going out. I'm in that age, man. I I gotta be yeah, you, careful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Careful when you do, man. I, you know, yeah, you're old out. and vulnerable. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, no, man, I'm locked me. in. I'm hanging in, bro. I, I'm uh, I'm not. I'm just hanging. I'm just yeah, laying low. I do have some FOMO, but I don't know. Not at all. I haven't been out to dinner once. Really? Uh, I got these two kids. It sucks, man. I, I got any child care. I'm not supposed to worry about these football players. But, it, it's, yeah. killed, it's killed your nightlife. I know that. The, My nightlife is shot, bro. Late, right. late nights. I, got nothing. I don't even get to go on the road anymore. Like I, I don't get anything. <laughs> like, I, I understand seen, we all have our problems. I've seen more man, pictures of, of uh, Darlington's little uh, man cave and his Nintendo games than I have yeah. him anywhere else in the last uh, three my, or four my months. My garage. Right. Yeah, like, this is, like I said, this is the best. This is the best part of my day right here. Like Are Joe was like, "Hey, that's the fastest you've ever gotten back to me for a radio interview." I'm like, "Yeah, Joe, I need ten minute break." Shouldn't I'm gonna sit in the car and say this is a thirty minute right. interview? Right. Just stare into the abyss. Yeah. Done that before. Uh, are, are they gonna? Are look, they gonna help you? I was going to ask you, are, are they going to let you go out and cover stuff, or they want you to stay home for a while still? How's ESPN treating So, uh, we haven't been, like, few exceptions that have been cleared for, like, travel, and nobody's traveled yet. Actually, nobody's been cleared. I think I'll be one of the earliest ones to get cleared for travel. Yay, me. But I, I also think that my travel will be driving. I mean, look, for me, it's it's beautiful because Tom Brady going to the Bucks and Tua being in Miami, uh, this will keep me home more than it normally would. So that's that's actually a benefit for me. Yeah, it'll be good. But I was going to say, look, I know I know everybody. The question that everybody asks, they're going to be football. But I think there's going to be football. I think that they'll work through all of this. I was talking to one executive who was telling me that look, the NFL and the NFLPA, despite it feeling otherwise right now, there's been a lot of trust gained through ten years of labor peace. This is not baseball. Baseball's labor agreement ends in 2021. Scott Boris runs the whole league when it comes to the union. Like there's a better environment, a better relationship in the NFL right now, and I think that they will work this out. This person said late July, early August, I'll have all of the financials figured out, and I actually think that he's probably right on par with that. So oh, I think to, to the audience, too. yeah, to the audience, I think that you will have football, and I think that the players will ultimately get a piece, even though I know that it's kind of frustrating to hear them uh, asking and trying to negotiate. This is just all part of what a negotiation. I think we're going to be all right. We're, we're yeah. okay. We'll get through. Hey, man, we just need a little therapy this morning, Jeff. Thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate you coming <laughs> on. You take care of yourself. Yeah, me too. Now I'm just going to stare through the window right now for another 10 minutes before I go inside. <laughs> just make sure no police officer thinks you're doing anything stupid. We yeah. went through that before, yeah, right? Exactly. Woo! Preach on, Jeff Darlington. We're going to have some football. He's probably still sitting in his car right now from this morning, just soaking it all in in this quarantine. Oh, of course, Joe Rose mornings, 5 to 10, right here on 560. The Joe. Dan Lebetard Show. Those guys kind of off and on right now. They had it going today, though. Personally, anything that has to do with Coach Furrier, I'm going to follow that, but... The fill-ins for Dan Lebetard talking Javon Curse, the freak, five minutes away. Plus, it's a Miami Monday, so I got a local Miami artist whose music is going to blow your mind. Just minutes away here on the Best of the Joe Show. 
This is the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day and the only saving grace of Mondays. Miami Mondays getting to tailor the show a little extra Miami and play music from Miami artists like this. Does he sound familiar? Recognize? Well, straight out of Liberty City. A, B. You're saying, wait, Antonio Brown? Yes. Antonio Brown. Not playing football right now, but he is making some hip hop happen. Teams up with Rick Ross on this one. It's a whole lot of money. A, B, a talented guy. We're going to hear some more from him later in this Miami Monday edition of the Best of the Joe Show. But right now, let's take it to the Dan Lebetard Show. Nothing gets your middays moving like those guys. Dan and Stugatz, they're taking a short break. No worries. They got some of the regulars in there, and they are talking with Florida legend, guy known as the Freak, Javon Curse. Oh, man, that guy wrecked the league for so long. What did he talk about? Well, raising up, back on the streets, making it happen, reliving some of his glory days, and a little Kurt Warner action. Javon, your former teammates with Chris Doring over at Florida, on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you rank his sports in a read that he just provided us right there? You, you may call me a home teamer, so I'm going to be biased. I don't care. I think it was like a, a, a 11 on a scale from 1 to 10. Nice oh, my. What? I, he, he, that's only because he didn't hear the earlier stuff. I mean, so he, uh, he no, only got I did not. No, I did not. It, it was bad. I would have got benched by Coach Spurrier if I would have uh, played the way that I, I did that sports center read earlier. What is, you know, it's, it's interesting because we always talk about guys that had a great collegiate career, which you did, and had an unbelievable NFL career, which three-time Pro Bowler, 74 career sacks. You were awesome, Javon Curse. By the way, I sounded like Chris Farley. You were awesome. Remember that, that time awesome. that you sacked those guys? That was awesome. What, what, do you, what do you go back and look and reminisce with more? Is it the NFL days or is it the college days, uh, in, especially with Coach Spurrier? Personally, anything that has to do with Coach Spurrier. Yeah, I'm with all of that, but I, lots of the time I go back and look at my my NFL days because that was like my the latest stuff. But living in the state of Florida, I'm always reminded of my of my gear days, all those highlights, and um and I stay in, in communication with some of the guys there. And I've been lately, I've been um getting a few accolades from there, so I'm. A toss up between which two that I'm like I, I, I talk the most about, but I guess it depends on where I am and what we're talking about. You know, I, I think we all owe a lot to Coach Spurrier, and I, I think about you coming in, PB. I don't know if you know this or not, but John, Javon played sa- free safety. Like he he played free safety in high school, which is a nightmare for a guy like me thinking about going over the middle of the field and having him roaming that uh, that portion of the the field. <laughs> Back in the day, we could actually hit people and and basically decapitate oh, yeah. them, and the NFL I, would put like highlights up on them. Yeah, they right. had the crunch course videos that they used to put out and, and, and glamorize the violence of the game, but it, it certainly has toned down now. At, at what point in time, Javon, did you realize where you were going to be most effective? You know, I mean, was it was there thought of you playing more of a, a linebacker position, or was it Coach Burger and that coaching staff that identified right right uh, upon you getting to campus that, hey, maybe being on the outside rushing the quarterback is where you're going to have the most effectiveness? Uh, well, personally, um, I, I never thought that I was going to move down there, especially like so fast but uh, I, I think I did it to myself because going into that going into that freshman camp of course 
you only have a certain a, a certain number of guys, and like I was playing safety, but I was this kid out of, out of North Fort Myers High School, out of the city of Fort Myers. Uh, let me run this down to my background. I was in a single parent household. I, I was in a household with seven kids. Sometimes it was like a, a fight here or there to you know between siblings to, to get to get meals and everything else and to play games around the house so I was that excited like really 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 excited kid exuberant kid ready to get out of Fort Myers and then I got a scholarship so hold on you mean to tell me you gotta give me a scholarship to come here and to play this right here and I and I get a good education as well oh crap oh that is awesome let me just jump on this right here so sat my country sat my my scholarship and that university to Florida got there that first summer and like man I'm like uh, I, I like this I, I like the surroundings um, and then got a chance to talk got a chance to see some of the guys that I would see on Saturdays like number 28 Christopher there and then Chris and then you got Danny Wolfo you got the, all the awesome receivers that played with him with the Redale Anthony's the Jacquard Greens the Ike Hilliers and all those guys and let's say I was like a kid in the candy store the first time I put my uniform on and so I put a uniform on I was supposed to play free state Free safety is supposed to be roaming back there somewhere. But I found myself around that line. Like I was coming up trying to tag, trying to get a piece of whatever action I could. And that was the first practice where I was supposed to be a free safety. And then literally went through that practice. And then by the next practice, um, I forget which coach it was. I don't know if it was Bob Pruitt or Run or Run Zook. But uh, someone came up to me and was like, hey, 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 uh, Tonight, after practice, um, you're going to meet with this coach here. That coach happened to be Ron Zook, um, who was the, who was the, like the, the outside linebacker slash strong safety coach. So at that point there, uh, it was no more free safety talk because I was just too much, too aggressive, too much up around the ball. You would have ended so somebody's life on, at, at that yeah, point, Javon uh, Kirk. Yes, that, that, that happened right there like a whole lot, like during our freshman camp. And then like once the, once the rest of the team got there, I was no longer being with the free safeties. I was being with the with the with, with the strong safety slash outside backers. And um, at that point, I think it was called nickelback, which um, Ben Hanks played at that position. So I moved to that position, started playing behind Ben Hanks, and got a chance to watch him. And then started playing outside backer. And then for some reason I developed into a defensive end, which I never saw it coming. It just happened. I just woke up one day, then all of a sudden uh, they're like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna draft you to play defensive end." I'm like. But I, I can't hear the free safety. You know that, right? Then they move me to linebacker. You know that, right? And now you're being paid defensive end on the highest level. Okay. Javon is is unbelievable. We got to run, but we're going to continue this conversation on SiriusXM show because I got to ask the question. Okay. And, and real quick, uh, just if you could sack one quarterback right now, and, and like and like and go back in time, the best sack ever was against who? I'll go back in time. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on the the Golden Boy band. That was uh, Kurt Warner. All right, you can take down Kurt Warner one more time. We'll continue that conversation. He's Javon Kurtz, one of the best in the business, and the fact that he used to be a free safety should scare the hell out of every living person in the world. Javon, we appreciate the time, man. We'll holler at you soon. Okay. The Freak, I can remember when he played at Florida being an LSU fan. He was murderous. I also remember why they called him The Freak. He did amazing things on the field, including one of the only defensive linemen I've ever heard of run a 4-4-40. Whoo! That is some hustle. That is some move. Javon Curse, always, always a pleasure to watch if he's on your team and a curse to watch if he's on an opposing team. Ooh, man. Ooh, ooh. 
But we got some excitement here at the radio station. We got our own freak back. Today, order is restored to the radio universe. For the past month, flowers did not bloom. Birds could not lay their eggs. Butterflies did not emerge from their pupas. And Inner Miami did not win a game. Oh, no! That all changes today. A leader returns to the front, surely as flinty as ever. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Wanting nothing more than to spew bad takes and drink funky Buddha. Rejoining his army with not two feet, but rather a foot and a butt foot. He left us with two offspring. Now he returns with three. Today, we welcome back. Jenny, Crowder's back, and we will celebrate in about five minutes. Also, it's Miami Monday, and I got some more AB music for you. No, 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 not AB highlights. Music from Miami's own Antonio Brown here on the Best of the Joe Show. That aside, just looking at him purely from a football perspective, I think Russell Wilson could use him. All right, I'd love him. Could you imagine him with DK Metcalf? Russell Wilson as a quarterback. Obviously, that bad man Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, clearly haven't given him much help. It would be nice to see that bad man that he is get some help to remind everybody how great he is. But last but not least, what the number one team I pick above them all, I gotta admit this guy. Could you imagine Antonio Brown? Guess playing ball now might have sense. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and this is the one and only Antonio Brown making his music debut as AB. Song is TNT. That's right, AB from right here in Miami. Maybe not playing football, but who is really playing football these days? Luckily, he's got his hip-hop career to fall back on. Track's called TNT, and it is Dynamite. Yes, indeed. AB on Miami Monday, TNT. Be on the lookout for that. I love AB. I wish he would have played with Oakland a little longer because he never really played with them but i love the raiders too so it'd have been cool to see but we'll see man at least we got his music going right now making miami monday just a little bit better mondays are a lot better now because we've got crowder back that's right hawk and crowder now on from two to six right here on 560 the joe that's because crowder's back three hours wasn't enough got a new lineup no worries better lineup Crowder, he's ready for retirement. Why? Well, he says he wants to smoke some watermelons? Today, order is restored to the radio universe. For the past month, flowers did not bloom. Birds 
could not lay their eggs. Butterflies did not emerge from their pupas. And Inner Miami did not win a game. Oh no! That all changes today. A leader returns to the front, surely as flinty as ever. Wanting nothing more than to spew bad takes and drink funky Buddha. Rejoining his army with not two feet, but rather a foot and a butt foot. He left us with two offspring. Now he returns with three. Today, we welcome back. I love the uh, I love the idea of welcoming Crowder back with a uh, a soliloquy by Dan Day, but you kind of the effect there kind of ate it up. I, I was craning to hear what he had to say. We don't That's say the hey. Most oh what? We don't say hey. What do we say, guys? Marlins. We don't say <laughs> hey. We're hey. gonna say Chan. Pete. Oh, we're gonna oh, say Chan. Chan. Oh, I got you. We All don't right. say hey. I'm, okay. I'm, hey, I'm with you now, baby. I'm excited. Chan. 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 <laughs> Chan. Chan! And when do I say heat? Wednesday. Wednesday we say heat. Wednesday. Wednesday. What's Wednesday? I've come back from multiple injuries. I've come back from suspensions. <laughs> I've never been given this much love. I appreciate it, Solana and Dan. I feel love. You know what? I'm going to go outside of myself right now because I missed y'all. I love you guys. Wow. From my wow. heart. I love you. I, 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 I changed change the heart, baby. New son, I love you guys, man. I, I missed I missed this four-hour four interaction every day. I'm not going to lie. Wow. It's heat. <laughs> what? Fish. Fish. Man. Oh, what? Fish. <laughs> Dono. What? Breast milk. What's happening here? Hey, man, that breast milk is tart. I ain't asking. Crowder is back. You can hear it. We've missed him. Uh, he's been on paternity leave, and uh, I know he's been uh, itching to get back. He almost feels like he got paroled. <laughs> he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, he's you on know work the, release. <laughs> you know the smart guy in jail trying to school the other inmates? That was me out talking to the lawn man and the neighbor's nanny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, they're going to have a health protocol. Yes, sir, Mr. Channing. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> Bro, it was crazy. He's telling me, he's like, uh, yeah, I missed having the, the show in the forum. I'm, I'm like, I'm having a, a conversation with uh, some worker at the farm store. Doesn't speak English about Nick Cannon. I don't know if uh, she understood what I was, my point. A great conversation. Though. I, I think I was right because she never disagreed with me. So are there people listening right now on 560 The Joe that were expecting their second hour of, now what's the show that's on uh, before us here? That that Because uh, uh, we're on 790 and 560, but the way that it's been for like a year is that our show is on 790 the ticket from two till six and then from three till six it's on 560 the joe so they would miss the first hour but today is the first day where we said the hell with it uh, we, we're just like uh, yeah we're forging ahead all four hours on 
on both stations. So I'm imagining there's people listening on 560 The Joe that were expecting another hour of what? First take your take with uh, Jason take Fitz. Take. With Jason Fitz. Gotcha. Yeah, so I, I knew that because I listen to y'all a lot. I'm not going <laughs> to Are there people disappointed that the second hour of First Take Your Take is not on the air? Have you ever listened to it? I have not. I didn't even know that that, that one was on before us. They're, they're okay. They're okay. <laughs> they're uh, <laughs> they're safe. <laughs> What's going to happen, though, no, is we, we got so August 17th, ESPN Radio is changing their entire lineup. So what'll happen on 560 The Joe on August 17th? We're just jumping the gun here because we got tired of that second hour of your take, our take. So on August 17th, though, on 560 The Joe, it'll go... Uh, Joe Rose, Zach Krantz, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Lebetard and Stugatz, 10 to 12. Mike Greenberg, our buddy, we love Greeny. That'll be noon till two, and then we'll come on at two o'clock. So there will there they, in a couple of weeks. There's not even going to be a first take hour take. So that's yeah. uh, that's why we're jumping it, the gun there. Wasn't that when Stephen A. stepped down? They had to find something. Correct, correct. Yeah. If you're listening on 560, the Joe, and you're disappointed that it's not a uh, first take. Uh, the take, then give us a text, 786-360-0790, because uh, why not? We'll be happy to read your text, and we'll walk you through it. I can tell me whatever they want today. I'm too excited. You can't hurt my feelings today. I t- y'all too, y'all can't hurt my feelings today. I'm too, man, I'm, I'm, I am on cloud nine right now. Well, I'll tell you this, uh, MLS is back. That's been very disappointing. Crowder is yeah. back. Very not disappointing. It's been very exciting. <laughs> so what? Uh, what's it been like? So you have a third child at home. We you, were, you did a couple shows after the baby Chaz was born, and now yeah. what was paternity uh, leave? Four weeks? Four weeks. It's been a Four month, weeks. and then that, that first week, we you know, I haven't I had talked to corporate, so it's really been five weeks right. since, you know, Chaz was born, but yeah, I was off for a month straight, and it's just, bro, it's different, man. Like, I, I am ready to be retired. I, I, I'm ready to be 55 and hang it up and just fish and work in my garden, and yes, I do have a garden now, beautiful broccoli, lettuce, watermelons, you. cantaloupe. Yeah, man. Oh, my goodness. My, my cucumbers are off the chain <laughs> all the time. You know that. <laughs> but they... <laughs> But bro, I'm ready. I'm ready to to. I I can retire, but I can't retire with a one month old. That that's the that's the call again. This whole plan, because, right? So h- bro, how's it been? How's how's baby Chaz been? Is he fussy? Is he a good sleeper? Good eater? Our daughter, my last child before him, Ava. She had reflux. She had colic. She had all of that. He has nothing. Like he he's a healthy baby, healthy as they can be. But Hawk, as you know, and anybody with kids, your ass is still getting up every three hours. Like yep. th- I don't care how healthy the baby the baby could be the baby could be little a little lebron whatever you want to say you're getting up every three hours so i would say for the last six weeks the max i've slept consecutively is three hours but everybody uh the other two kids are getting along with the new baby and your wife is doing good like everything's good in the crowder household oh hell i think asia well we give birth on like a thursday she went to a closing on monday she, yeah <laughs> she's a go she she's a crowd I'm, I'm she's a crowder i'm i'm the stay-at-home dad she like she's grinding i I was, I was sitting home hanging out, you know, making, you know, making little weird stuff I saw online. And I tried to uh, smoke a watermelon. I saw y'all tweet out that. I don't know why. I just tried to smoke a watermelon because they did it on TV. It was disgusting. All right. Well, we have a, yeah. a lot to catch up with, with Channing Crowder. Uh, and we will do so throughout the afternoon, all four hours now on 790 The Ticket and 560 The Joe. So we retire the loco hour and we're taking all the stations. Papa. I have to say that does sound absolutely disgusting. Not the part of Hawk and Crowder being on four hours here on 560 The Joe, which has started today. 
from 2 to 6. We'll be on Monday through Friday, sports or no sports, talking sports and no sports, and just being crazy. But smoking a watermelon. Whoa. No, indeed. I don't know who got that idea. And it's a quarantine. You got a lot of time to think of things and do things, but you just got to know that's nasty. That's going to be nasty. It's basically like drinking water that's got smoke in it, basically. But you're eating, and it's watermelon, and it's smoke. Hickory. Oh, it's just, I got the taste in my mouth right now, and it's probably even worse than the taste I have in my mouth of a smoked watermelon. Oh, cleanse ourselves of a smoked watermelon welcome back Channing Crowder if you are listening he will be back tomorrow beginning at 2 o'clock remember 2 to 6 Hawk and Crowder right here at 560 The Joe and simulcast on 790 The Ticket it is a birthday for Ray Allen the great Ray Allen 45 years young ah this is way better than smoked watermelon so Miami needs a good three they've got time to set it up Chalmers, left side real. LeBron for three. James misses. Rebound Bosch. Back to Allen, the long shot. Allen from downtown with 5.2 left. Take those yellow ropes back inside. <laughs> I get so much joy just hearing that. Take those yellow ropes back inside. Ray Allen. Jesus. Jesus Shuttlesworth. From the great movie that Spike Lee made years and years ago. Love and Basketball? No, it was not Love and Basketball. It was He Got Game. Mm-mm-mm. Denzel, Ray Allen. Ray Allen did a great job. Spike Lee always does a great job. But that shot, oh, that shot. Can't wait for the statue to go up one day in front of American Airlines Arena of that shot. Pandemonium. Got another birthday in the basketball world. My guy, Ben Simmons had his birthday. He recently talked about on why the playoffs just feel different. I think that's the biggest difference I've noticed with this first game than the regular season is you got to be locked in the whole game. Got to be locked in. And with basketball starting at the end of the month, 76ers going to be in the bubble. What is Ben Simmons going to do? Who knows? Who knows? Covered him when he was playing that one year at LSU. It's a funny story about Ben Simmons. I always got stories, so I'll share this one with you. Ben Simmons, of course, he was a one-and-done player at LSU. The only reason he went to LSU is because they paid him. No, I'm joking. His godfather was the head coach, and I think his uncle was an assistant coach. So he had that tie. He's originally from Australia, so he had no home team. Played Mont Verde here in Florida for high school. Decided to go to LSU. Of course, first semester, did the bare minimum of showing up to class and studying and passing classes. And then the second semester, never even saw the campus except to play basketball. And I asked him one time, I was like, is it really true that you just really never come to school? He was like, yeah, why? I'm leaving. And I said, well, you know, try to get your education, stuff like that. He's like, they're making me go to classes or trying to make me go to classes that teach me how to progress in your academic career and how to be on time for class. When I'm getting ready to go to the NBA, why would I take a class that prepares me for class when I don't go to class? I said, man, you do your thing, man. I appreciate you being honest and telling me straight up. I don't even know what the campus looks like anymore. But still, man, come on. That's a free education right there. But Ben Simmons, still my dude. He's still cool. We'll see how he does. They say he's going to transition from being a point guard 
to more of a power forward. Dude's got all the skills. Just needs to get that jumper down. With a little extra time off, eh, maybe. Now, one guy that's definitely been working on his jumper, even been working on his dribbling skills in the NBA bubble over there in Orlando, my guy, Jimmy Butler. He had security called on him the other day because he was dribbling basketball in his hotel room, and someone said, it's bothering me. So, Spo was recently asked about the incident. Here's what the coach had to say. Before people start writing about that, we were not giving players programs, you know, to do uh, those kind of things during the quarantine. But that's why I love Jimmy. Not why the one example. I mean, there's many things that he brings to the table. Uh, but he he has an unparalleled work ethic. And he is a driven basketball player that really wants to uh, help a team compete for a title and he's willing to do anything. Uh, One of his greatest qualities is his level of discipline. Uh, That is really unique, uh, how he can discipline himself uh, with his work, uh, what time uh, he works out, uh, his nutrition, his consistency every single day, his consistency of doing that during the off season and never getting out of shape. He's constantly working to get to another level. Uh, that is an act of discipline and, and he is exceptional uh, in that area. Uh, but I mentioned it before we got here, when you go and enter into a circumstance uh, like this uh, in a playoff scenario where there are some uncertainties, you want to have guys like Jimmy Butler leading your organization uh, because he's about the right things. Uh, and his work ethic is something and his discipline is something that uh, everybody, uh, you know, follows him, you know, in that regard. That is what you call culture. So ready for the NBA to restart. I'm telling you right now, NBA Finals this year, Heat, Pelicans. I'm breaking out the good beers for that one. None of those water beers that I sometimes have to drink during this quarantine. Every one of those NBA Finals games, I'm just going to be drinking Guinness and cheering for both teams. And, oh, it's just going to be glorious. It's right around the corner, I'm telling you. I am Dan Day. It's been a Miami Monday. Thank you so much for listening. Right around the corner tomorrow again will be another The Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.